Hello and welcome to the FinBiz 2030 Building Resilience podcast series. This episode features highlights from the Equality, Diversity, Opportunity webinar, hosted by Sinead Fox-Hamilton and Michael Wall. In this episode, we hear from Cherie Atchison, Global Director of Diversity, Equity and Inclusion at PECON. Thank you. Um, like Kate said, we're in an environment right now where we, we should have been, but we must do more and we must do it better. Um, I'm going to take you through um, some, some helpful, actionable tips on being an actionable ally. Um, you can get me at Atmirashika on Twitter. Um, and I'm also currently writing a book with Kogan Page, which is out next year, which delves into all of this stuff in much more detail. Um, before we actually talk about how to be an ally, I want to talk about what an ally actually is. Now, maybe you've heard this term before, or maybe you have your own understanding of it. But what an ally is, is someone that is actively and proactively involved in promoting to aspire to change the culture of inclusion around really, really intentional, positive, and mainly conscious efforts that benefit people as a whole. Now, what that means is that you are actively spending the time understanding the things that you do, the things that people around you do, the things your organization does that may or may not perpetuate harm to other people. Now, I want you to think about allyship as intersectional. Now, intersectionality is talking about the different um, identifiers or things that we may identify with. For me, example, Um, I am a woman of colour from a poor economic background, and that has shaped the privileges and advantages and disadvantages that I have in the world today. Now, allyship is intersectional too. So, for example, white women can be allies to people of colour. Heterosexual people can be allies to the LGBT plus community. Able-bodied people can be allies to disabled people, and so on and so forth. And it's really important that you understand that level of privilege in yourself, you go on that journey to really think about what is it that I can do? What should I be doing? And how do I do it without centering myself? And that's the main thing here. Allyship is not about what you get out of this. It is a lifelong process of you building relationships of trust, consistency, and accountability with the groups of people that you're trying to help. And it is not self-defined. So you don't just claim that you're an ally. It's up to the people that you are actually trying to help to recognize that within the process. Now, it is ultimately an opportunity to really grow and learn about yourself. Now, I want to take you through five quick tips. Um, I have a Forbes piece on this as well, if you want to delve into it more. But to be an ally, we must actively actively lift lift people up by advocating advocating for them. them. Now, what that that means means is if you're in leadership, if you're in meetings that are influential, that you are actively talking about those people that are not in the rooms. We know for the most part, those in senior leadership and middle management are white, are identify as men and are heterosexual and usually a cross section of those three things. Now, how are we advocating for those that are not in those rooms yet, that have the ability to be high potential or have the ability to share their successes? The key point here as well is we have to understand that we don't view venting as a personal attack. 
it's very it's very easy to feel defensive when someone says you know oh I just don't get this why can't I do this it's the whole thing is against me and it's not fair and you have been promoted for example but this isn't about you this is about systems that actively are not working for everyone we can see from the data that systems are not fair an example of that is studies in the US for example where we see the darker your skin color in comparison to lighter skin counterparts for black people the heavier your prison sentence for the same crimes now you have to think about what that means when you're talking about venting and other opportunities here sharing growth opportunities with others this is a really big part of allyship because growth opportunities allow people to showcase their skill set it allows them to grow it allows them to understand the things they need to get better and therefore get promoted therefore reach those leadership levels themselves now if we as leaders keep all of the opportunity for yourselves then who learns just ourselves that's not allyship it's about you actively understanding how can i say oh actually alfie would be great at that let's give it to him instead he would be fantastic for this or sheree would be great for that she hasn't done it yet but i can see she has the skills to do that again actively advocating for those people we must recognize systemic inequalities we cannot pretend that the world is fair for everyone it is not i would like to be very clear i was adopted when i was 3 weeks old from sri lanka and raised in ireland by two white people now my parents are white that's given me a lot of privilege my name is sheree atchison so i am afforded the privilege of a name that sounds like it's from ireland i have an accent that you cannot tell i am a person of color until you see my face now that means that there are a lot of things that play in my favor here because there are systemic inequalities against black and brown people <laughs> against women and so on and so forth and we must realize the impact of microaggressions and microaggressions are the things that might seem quite small to you but continuously happen over and over again such as the misgendering of people such as making um, comments about people that are disabled being lazy such as the mispronunciation of people's names etc and it's really important that you understand if you do not experience those that is privilege and you can call that out when you see that happening when you see people making jokes at the expense of others that are underrepresented saying actually we don't do that here that's not funny and we don't do it and you step in as an ally a big piece here is believing underrepresented people's experiences it is very easy to think that these things do not happen because you're not you don't have to witness them or they're not around you keep touched on it in her intro um around being surprised for example that different people um had experienced discrimination but the point is she was surprised but she believed it and she understands what's happening and she's spending the time to understand that it's very easy to say when for example when we're talking about black people right now to say oh that that didn't happen because you're black or you weren't stopped by the police because you're black it's because of xyz it's really important here to understand what people are telling you and believe those experiences because they are their lived experiences now you can have discussions around this but you must understand the priority here is the people being affected the people being affected and most importantly like i said this is a cycle here we're continuously listening understanding supporting these people self reflecting and this is key because you will get things wrong we're all human nobody is right all of the time as much as we might like to pretend that we are but the point is that we self reflect here and we change you know oh i made a mistake i'm really sorry that won't happen again for me this is really important here there's i deliver a lot of training on this and it is a consistent process that we must be willing to go on 
um, and I hope you find that useful. Um, quite often I do a lot of these sessions and um, I usually shout out a charity and it's really important to me. Now, we're in the middle of, for example, um, the, the impact of the, the pandemic right now and we've seen a lot a huge impact for example on homeless people um, and one of the charities I, I call out quite regularly is Dogs on the Street which is a charity that focuses on helping people that are homeless that have pets that can't get for example housing because of that providing health care for those people and their pets um, and I wanted to shout that out at the end of my session as if you wanted to help them as well to be able to do so. Um, I am at Nirashika on Twitter if you have anything else outside of the Q&A. And again, if you search for my work, you can find um, a whole lot more on this topic. But thank you very much for listening and I hope you found it useful. To hear more podcasts or to find out more about FinBiz 2030, go to finbiz2030.com. Join the conversation using hashtag FinBiz2030. FinBiz 2030 is a joint initiative between One Young World and Chartered Accountants Worldwide. This podcast is produced by Big Top Multimedia. The original webinar series was produced by Be There Productions and Big Top Multimedia. Special thanks to Pexels.com. <laughs>